It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I'm Paul, joined by Connor. Today we might have the most beautiful beard on the internet. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bill Bender. What the fuck's up, Ben? How's it going? It's going. How you guys doing? Doing good. Just just pop some whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I got my jug here. <laughs> it's good. I could drink out. I, I could drink out of it, and then I. Could... <laughs> I feel like JTS. I feel like JTS Brown needs to hire you as a spokesperson because you drink it so much. I agree. I agree. I, I feel like it's going to be a conflict of interest down the road, but let's just say <laughs> that I have tried on multiple occasions to make to to contact everybody that I possibly know in that uh, company to get a Bill Bender JTS Brown barrel pick. They will not let to, you. It's no avail. It sell out immediately. Sell out immediately. It's, it's what yeah. we do. Yeah, two hundred fucking two hundred twenty-eight bottles in five minutes. I I'd, I'd yeah. make like probably make like ten bucks off of the entire sale. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a Worth great it. time doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Eleven ninety-nine in stores. I'll sell it to you for twelve fifty. I buy it. Yeah. Smart I, business. I mean, I want, why wouldn't you? Is what that my big you? Excuse? What got you on to JTS Brown? Like, why is it just from years of drinking it? You're because you're a cheap bastard. No, man. It's actually a, an, an absolutely amazing story about how I was introduced to JTS Brown. So, um, my last big hurrah in the hospitality industry, uh, literally right down the street from where I live now, or where we live now. Um, I built a bar, a bar program for this company. And, and you know, I, I uh, it was 90 hours a week, you know, for two years straight before I eventually, you know, retired and, you know, started filming. It was that. Um, not, not your porn career, your other um, career. I, I definitely don't have that list. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so you know, I, I, I was behind the bar, you know, and I was, you know, supposed to, to do you know, build out the bar program and hire people and do it. But they're like, you know, that was my baby. So I sit there and I'm like, just, just let me work. I'm just going to work behind the bar. Just let me just, just let me bartend, you know? So I was running, managing, bartending all at the same time. Uh, chaotic. Um, but uh, so anyway, so, you know, you have your regulars and, and this, this couple, uh, very nice people. Um, they moved from Kentucky, I think. I think they're from Kentucky. And they moved to Lake Worth for, for work or something. And they came in one night and they were like, hey, man, you're really cool. I really appreciate you, you, you know, your hospitality, you know, uh, welcoming us to, you know, the, the, the neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. This is some of our favorite stuff that where we're from. And they gave me, you know, the glass 750 of JTS Brown, bottle and bond. And they were like, this shit is $11.99. And I'm like, What? <laughs> No, it's on par with it's on par with mellow corn. You know that, right? Well, you know, I, and I, I, I'm, de- I'm definitely not opposed to you know. I, at that time, I still like I am now not opposed to you know a cheap bottle of whiskey because 
you know, when you go in the store, it's like, you know, especially like when you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, shut up, cats. (laughs) We have have a kitten now. So it's two two cats and two female cats and then a little male kitten. That's just a terror. Um, So anyway, I feel like that was a she-wolf idea. It was. It was. It was for her son's birthday. And I walked in the garage when she pulled up and she got out of the car with this little kitten in her hand. And I literally just went. <laughs> another, another one and add it to the farm because we have so many freaking animals. Um, but anyway, so you go in the, you go into a, a grocery store, right? And it's like for a liquor store and everything that's eye level, it's how they do it. They put everything eye level. That's the most expensive, you know, the most right. lavish packaging because they want you to spend money, but you go underneath to the bottom, you know, the bottom shelves, you know, the, the bottom shelf, so they call the bottom shelf for a reason. And, you know, you see the cheaper stuff that, you know, is just as good, but it's just, you know, they didn't spend that much on packaging and blah, 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 whatever. So, um, you know, at that time, before I was just introduced to this bottle, uh, you know, it was uh, um, uh, like Heaven Hill, like six year, you know, shit like that. Uh, the J.W. Dan, you know, uh, um, um, uh Evan Williams, Bottle and Bond, the white label. You know, I would always grab those. You know why? Because I can drink them every day. I don't feel like yeah. a piece of shit the next morning. It's like, you idiot. You got blackout drunk and you drank a $500 bottle of fucking bourbon you're never going to get again. So, yeah. you, you know, it, I, I'm not opposed to it because I drink everything. There's not one thing that's unopened and, you know, behind me. Everything is open. So, uh, you know, it, it, it offered a, uh, a more lenient, uh, um, position on my wallet, you know, to, yeah. to, to drink the lower than put it, but this shit's great. It's awesome. So then I got introduced to this and we drank the entire bottle that two, the, the couple and myself, I was bartending and we sat there and we drank the entire bottle in one sitting. And I was Hell like, yeah. Holy crap. This stuff is out of control. And you know, this is like 2015. This shit's been around for over a hundred and whatever 130 years 140 right. years 1890 something like that 1880 um you know obviously it changes hands and distilleries and heaven hill obviously got it but yeah that was the first time you know i'm a, basically i think i'm a newcomer to it you know 2015 that's like baby years you know a long time though. A, it's a long time i was an absolute shit show in 2015 um dude i but, i'm a bottom shelf shopper to the day i die i want to put that on a record Bottom shelf shopping is where it's at, mainly in the liquor store. And I, by the way, I want to say that when I said that's mellow corn territory, that was that was not an insult. That was a compliment. Um, I'm a big mellow corn guy. Yeah, man. Hey, I mean, listen, you like what you like, right? And this is what it's all about. And this is why we're we're talking. And this is why, you know, uh, uh, you know, in, in the modern, in the current climate of the world, and how fucked up people are and, and, you know, people are afraid to share their opinions because of cancel culture and stuff. Um, I find that uh, in the whiskey culture, uh, there's no cancel. There's no cancel culture in the whiskey culture. You know, everybody has their opinion. Um, You know, some are, you know, more, you know, hardened than others. Uh, You know, and, and, you know, when it comes to people's palates and, and, and that's great, you know, I, you know, I might not like, like mellow corn and people, somebody might love it. You know, I, 
despise Kathy Van Winkle uh, just for the sheer secondary market and the price point. It's not a bad drinker, but I'm not spending that money on it because it's, I know it's not. It's not fair. worth the money. It's not worth it's, it. Well, it is worth the money if you know what the invoice price is. So, you know, my whole thing is, excuse if, if you me. Buy it, if you buy it for MSRP, it's worth it. The kid's name is Patrick Swayze, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you, I, I, mean, if you, I mean, retail is different, but, you know, like I said, like I was in the hospitality industry and I was on the other side, you know, I was on the bar, but on the other side. So I did the ordering and I saw the invoice, the tissue prices of what it came, what it, what it cost from the actual distributor. And it was mm-hmm. like, I was buying, you know, old rip 10 for $28 and, and 12 year for $35 and, and uh, 15 year for $48 and rye for $55. And then 15 was 75. And then 20 was like 110 and 20, 23 year was like 150 bucks. And then, you know, when I left, obviously it got a little bit more expensive, but it didn't break $190. 23 it was 180 bucks now i'll buy a 180 dollar bottle of 23 year yeah uh, happy damn winkle and it, you know even though it's not cash strength which is my go-to uh that's normal and i would do it but the fact the sheer fact that you know somebody would actually you know pay a mortgage payment and a rent check or you know whatever depending on you know where you are in life uh, I, I find it absolutely fucking absurd and despicable and, and insulting that, that, you know, a mediocre bottle of whiskey for, uh, you know, $500 and a piss poor bottle of whiskey for $3,500 is still being sold out and it's still sought after. Where I would rather drink JTS Brown or I would drink Weller Antique 107. I think Weller Antique 107 is better than 10, 12, 20, and 23, hands down. I think the rye is the best in, in that whole lineup. Now, you know, I'm not knocking, uh, uh, I'm not knocking uh, um, the Van Winkles because you know. But a lot of that is because of the price point, I think. Especially they now. did it right. The Van Winkles did it right. I mean, they they had a perfect storm, man. You know, but they're not making thirty five hundred dollars a bottle. You know what no. I mean? So I actually it, interesting story. Like I was in one of these whiskey groups, and somebody was talking shit about Buffalo Trace. Because they're like, well, Buffalo Traces, and I'm like, you realize they're the most award-winning distillery like in the world, right? And he and he goes on this rant about their prices, and I'm like, do you realize like they don't create that price? Yeah, but they're owned by Sazerac. You know, you want to yeah. talk about a big a bully in the room? You know, talk about those guys, Sazerac, Diageo. Like, I I, I personally am, am, you know, I. There's only so much I can say about certain things in the distributor world, uh, um, but you know I, I don't like I don't I, I don't like bullies, man. I, I don't. Um, I like the bully bullies. That's if there was a job where I could bully bullies and I can uh, put arrogant people, arrogant, stupid, offensive people in their place, I would be like the richest <laughs> person in the world. I really would. What was what was that show back in the day? I think it was on MTV where. They would bring bullies in, and they had to fight a UFC fighter. Ah, oh, shoot! What was the name of that show? Um, yeah, I remember that show, and it was awesome. I think that they should just fight Bill Bender. That's I what I'm saying. I, I literally think everybody should fight Bill Bender. Everybody bullies get bullies get bendered. There you go. Be like, yeah, or or they get fucking Lee Falcon Ashley the Fourth. That's you don't want any part of Lee, Lee Falcon Ashley the Fourth. Yes, Falcon Lee. is Lee's middle name. 
I, I, I'm actually surprised that he didn't join the podcast. Reed might be on the live later. I currently have uh, sedated on the couch because you don't even know what he, what's going to happen when, when he's up and about. And so so can we, can we talk about Lee? Uh, like yeah, sure. who, who is Lee? So, um, how Lee came about, uh, um, a very good friend of mine and uh, uh, a very good friend of mine. He, he's actually, he's got an alter ego too. There's three of us that have three alter egos. Uh, um, There's nine of you. No, no, no. Three of us have an alter ego each. Uh, okay. And, and uh, Lee's cousin, Dennis, uh, Dennis was the first. And then we came after Dennis and we were in, we were in Nashville and, you know, the, the wigs are, you know, we got my, my, my good friend got wigs, right. You know, mullet wigs are literally crazy, like eighties hairband mullet wigs. And, uh, he has a blonde one and he's Dennis and he was wearing, it. I was like, it's mine. You know, I was like, I, I like, I need, I need to like bring out my alter ego, which is basically Lee is me from 2004 to 2018 that's that's lee lee is a complete off the wall anything goes blackout wake up in another town with a freaking uh uh tutu and somebody else's right shoe on and just like has stories of of grandeur and delusional drinking and uh you know massive intake of of uh uppers basically that's lee to to a take um, and, and he's a wild motherfucker. So yeah, how Lee got his name, uh, I don't really remember that origin story. Uh, <laughs> we'll make one up. Let's make one up. Well, I, 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 one day, um, I was watching some documentary on YouTube about the dude that worked for the FBI, like the FBI informant or, or, uh, the military guy, whatever that documentary was, he was, he was running blow in his little plane and the helicopters from South America to, uh, to the United States. And I was like, Holy shit, that's Lee. That's like the perfect, like that's where Lee came from. Like he's that guy. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that's basically how Lee came about. And then obviously I love Eastbound and down and Ashley Schaefer is, you know, yeah. <laughs> so he's got a little, he's got a little bit of Ashley Schaefer in him. And, and so is know. that a, is, is Ashley Schaefer, um, I could feel it in my plums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice bluish right. hue. Yeah, yeah, Will yeah, Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's Will Ferrell. Let the boy watch. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, I told I told my young son Gabriel. <laughs> Classic. So have, did you take inspiration from James McAvoy's performance in Split? Cause that's like legitimately like that's that's well that's legitimately personality like split personality disorder but yeah, fantastic yeah, no, that's performance bit, nonetheless that's a, that's a little bit too serious you think more like uh uh me uh, myself and I, irene no yeah I, me myself and irene and like snatch i'm sorry and uh uh tyler durden uh what the fuck is that movie? oh fight club fight club fight club yeah fight, so fight club uh east down and down slim shady um, maybe no, no, no Slim Shady. Oh. Oh. Lee, Lee likes the old school hip hop, uh, but he's more like a, a 
NWA of a, of a rock and roller. He's he's a rock and roller. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lee's actually fun fact about myself and Lee. Uh, and I'm gonna do Lee's gonna do some videos uh, with the guitar. Uh, we've I've been playing. We I'm talking I'm talking like. <laughs> that's how you know it's real by the way Whereas, you're looking over at him you're looking over at him hey like, man he's gonna wake up hey man i need to tell you something once we're done this podcast you need to call a psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> um, so fun fact uh I, I you know i've been playing guitar uh, since i was a teenager you know not religiously uh but on and off uh, sometimes I get into, you know, a little groove and, and, and you know, I have, I pick it up every day and then sometimes I don't touch it for a couple of months. Uh, but all my friends are right-handed um, and I'm ambidextrous, but uh, um, I learned how to play the right-handed guitar upside down. So if you gave me a left-handed guitar, I wouldn't even know. I'd be like, eh, like, wouldn't even know what to do with it. So I play right-handed guitar upside down. yeah. Uh, so everything's opposite. That's why I'm such a. Do you have mess. two sets of golf clubs? Do you have righty and lefties golf clubs still? No, I don't. I, 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 so it's really weird. Like, um, I'll throw a dart, shoot a gun, and throw a football right handed, or I'm sorry, left handed. Uh, and I write left handed, but then I throw a baseball. Wow. And, yeah, right handed. Yeah. Crazy. I stop. Hey, I can hit a volleyball with both hands. Um, but yeah, it's really weird. Like I throw a better spiral with my left hand than my right hand. <laughs> weird. But you can throw know. a you can throw it ninety miles per hour straight down the plate with your right hand. Runs and rubs, man. Yeah. 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 Hitting hitting all the corners. Yeah, just spotting it. Wow, that's that's impressive. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's that like that different in in each hand. I'm straight righty. I'm I'm a fucking I'm I'm an so vanilla. I'm just straight right everything. Every single thing yeah. you can think of, use your hands for. I do with my right hand. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, shoot a bow and arrow, left-handed. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. How do you shoot whiskey, right-handed or left-handed? Left-handed. Good question. Left-handed. I actually am ambidextrous. I drew the bottle with the right hand, but the glass with the left hand because you know I have class. Mm. True. Yeah, that's true. I, I I hold my cigar in my left hand and my glass in my right. Uh, I kind of do both. I kind of do both. Kind of do like the lefty and the lefty. I smoke left-handed. I can't smoke right-handed. If I smoke right-handed, I look like <laughs> I look like you know, like when you walk go down the street and like you see like the 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 ninety-year-old Asian guy with his legs crossed and he's smoking a cigarette like this. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like that, like like that, or like you know when you know certain people, um, you know of. I'm not gonna get it, but certain people they'll like smoke, but like they look like they don't know how to smoke, and they'll like they'll smoke like this. Yes, like, it drives up, me nuts. And it, it's almost like they're fondling the cigar yeah, instead yeah, of exactly. smoking it. Yeah, it's just two fingers. That's it. That's it. Put it two in your fingers. mouth. It's weird. You just got weird, man. It's got weird. Man. You had to go so, there. While you're holding the cigar, why don't you tell us about it? Very excited to announce. I have. So I've been working on so many projects uh, this year. Uh, I've been so busy. Uh, I really haven't been on uh, IG lately. And if I have, it's been, you know, uh, uh, reposts from all or We'll make you know, up whatever. for that tonight. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but I've been working on uh, one, two, three, 
one, two, three, 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 four major projects right now. Major, uh, you know, one's been ongoing for a couple of years, and it, you know, I can't talk about those two. Obviously, not yet. Like I say it every time that we go live or, or do a podcast, but I can finally talk about this one, and I'm so excited about it uh, because uh, it's freaking awesome. Uh, one of my very, very good friends, uh, the Cigar Don, um, Ryan. Uh, he's out of Tampa, and he is a he's, he's the Cigar Don. He just he knows so much shit about. You know everything. You know I know my tobacco. Uh, you know to a certain extent. You know I don't know tobacco like I know whiskey, but I, you know I've been smoking for years. Uh, you know, let's just say I'm not one of these these people that just pick up smoking because it's going to boost their algorithms and get gain followers and likes. Um, which I hate. Which I hate. I picked um, up smoking because I just needed one more addiction to do. That's fine. <laughs> that's great. No, do it because you like. Do something because you like it. Do it. Love it. For, Love it. For, do something for any other reason except for the sole purpose of gaining a better algorithm on social media. You and so I hate it. the term um, influencer. We've talked about I, this I, at length uh, privately. Gross. I don't like it because I'm because I was forced to do Instagram uh, in 2012. I started it. And I didn't want to do it. I was, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on anything. And because, you know, it's what, what's my business, my business. Like, right. I don't want to check it. I don't want to check it in a restaurant. So everybody, God knows where the fuck I'm eating. Like, you know, like shit like that. I don't even know if they still have that. Like, that's how outdated I am. I think they do. But, okay. Uh, but, but, uh, so I started this and, and, you know, I did it for, you know, because I make really, really good fucking cocktails. And I've taught people to make really good cocktails. And my my cocktail programs are fucking, you know, they are amazing. And the ones that I've done, and I've been published for cocktail recipes. And I've trained people at gunpoint on how to make old fashions, you know. And God, uh, some people really need help with that because there's some really shitty old fashions out in the world. My God. you know, it's it's it, that's a, it's it's all different depending on where you are. You know, uh, uh, it, everything's made different. But you know, I would say you know, forget everything that you've ever learned. You know, I don't care what you've learned; it's all fucking wrong. I'm going to teach you the right way how to do it, and you're going to do it with class. And you're, you you know, this is this is how it's going to happen. This is it. All, you can't do all, it, then you're out. All saying at gunpoint. <laughs> exactly. It made people cry. It made the, the sweetest people cry ever. It's like, you just got to fucking do this. You got to do this. You're going to stir an old fashioned for 30 seconds outside in South Florida in the middle of July when it's 90 degrees out. You're over diluting the old fashioned. You have to stir it for 10 seconds because the dilution, the, the fill line, is, is going to be different than if you stir an old fashioned inside when it's 70 degrees. The water dilution is going to be different. It's going to be quicker. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. If I ever see any, what I used to say, if I ever see anybody, anybody put a fucking orange uh, rind zest and touch the outside of the orange rind on the outside of the glass to give a taste, you're fucking fired. Because I don't know if you've ever literally, literally, have you ever licked the outside of a fucking orange? It's dark (laughs) and it's sour and it tastes like shit. So why would you put that on a fucking the rim of your glass? It I see everybody do that. <laughs> it's terrible. It's absolutely horrible. And 
you know, so this is this is my rant. And this is like I get fucking anxiety, complete anxiety when I see people make cocktails. Now, you know, some people do it for fun, and that's fine. Uh, and you know, uh, I, I don't judge, but you know, people are like, oh, when you go out to a bar, like when I was bartending, I get you know get interviewed for magazines, newspapers. You know, what's a cocktail? Like, what's your go-to? Like, is it a root calorie? Is it a paper plane? Is it a fucking, uh, 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 um, you know, anything? Some ridiculous fucking cocktail, blue blazer with the fi- like crazy shit. Sex on the that, beach. I mean, that's that's an '80s cocktail, and those are fun to make when you do it with your own homemade ingredients. And but that's another story for another podcast. Uh, but I'd be like, no, man. I I, I literally order uh, when I if I go out when I was working, you know, I get some work. I would go out and I would order a fucking Miller High Life and a shot of Old Granddad. Like, that was it. And we called it a shorty, a shorty, which is, you know, the ponies of Miller High Life, and a brown ghost. We called it a brown ghost. Shorty and a brown ghost. Give me that. And everybody knows what the fuck that is. Wow. There was no, there was, you know, there was was no crazy ass (laughs) fucking drinks, uh, you know, being being served or or, or ordered. But, but yeah, so, you know, when I look at cocktails, uh, you know, it's literally it's an anxiety attack for me because uh, I've just I, I've been through it. I've been through the trenches with with making cocktails and cocktail recipes and creating shit and training people for so long that I, it, you know, I'm old now, so I'm that bitter old bartender, or you know, I was, or, you know, I fuck, I still am, fuck it, you know, like, what are you doing? You just made a daiquiri, or you just made a Manhattan. And like you just got all fancy with your little fucking tweezers with this. Guess what? The whole time you made that that drink, that you know that stirred cocktail in the missing glass, your fucking martini glass, your coupe is sitting there on the side, and there's no ice in it, and, and it's not getting chilled, or you didn't pull it out of a fucking freezer. So guess what? You're serving a cold drink in a warm glass, and that, that you know the quality is going to be affected, you know, after a couple minutes because. It's it's little shit like that. So all right, I'm done. I'm done the random cocktail. Do you do you I just got do you order sandwich. cocktails though anymore when you go out now or no? If I go to certain away places, from it. no, no, no. If I go to certain places, uh, uh, Cafe Latrobe uh, down in Miami, which is literally one every fucking year for a best bar program, uh, Broken Shaker down in Miami. You know those those world renowned cocktail uh, programs. If I go down and I'm you know, I just sit there and be like, make me something with gin. I don't care what it is. Just make me something with gin. Bartender's choice. It makes it easier on everybody. And if the bartender's busy, uh, you know, and I say, make me something with gin, they can, he can make me, a, you know, a Negroni. And I'd be like, okay, fine. Why can't I bump the Negronis? Or if they're not busy, you know, they they make a gin fizz, which is 11 and a half in a cocktail. Uh, you know, I'll drink wow. that too. And I like that. But you, know, you got to shake that shit for 11 and a half minutes. Fucking stupidest cocktail ever. Like whoever fuck, it's it's retarded. So anyway, so um, so yeah, so yeah, but most of the time it's literally just something neat and 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 a uh, uh, bottle of of beer. Um, neat is always the way to go because you never have to worry about bullshit with it. Like I oh, you, know, you want I'll whiskey stones? Yeah, give me your whiskey stones so I can shove them down your throat or throw them out the fucking window. Solid yeah. point, or shove them up your butt. That's why do you always like shoving? Why do you always sorry. like shoving things in your butt? Sorry, man? guys, I didn't mean to make it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make it weird. Okay, the butt so stuff. Before I went on that tangent, what was the question that you asked me before all this started? My, my little wrap. Oh, 
God, we I remembered ten minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know. Was it ten minutes? Uh, it wasn't ten minutes. It was close to it. I don't know. I don't know what the question was. I have a another question though. So, um, what was the drink order of the of the shorty and the what brown ghost? Shorty and the brown ghost. Shorty and brown you, ghost. Everybody, everybody knows what that is. Literally, you know, this could be a can beer. It could, you know, whatever. It's just literally a pilsner or you know something like. If they don't have high life, it's you know whatever they freaking have, Schaefer or something. And literally, they pour it in, in a rocks glass, and then they give you a two ounce pour of whiskey. Shorty. Shorty of beer and a brown ghost. Mm. That is legendary. I'm gonna I'm gonna you order know, one of those. Get your happy ass down on some JTS Brown. Like we all I'm gonna to buy I'm gonna go buy some hash some JTS Brown and drink it this weekend just for you. I'm surprised you don't have it. I'm gonna try to find it. I'll search high and low in Rhode Island and try to find JTS Brown. I'm sure it's like right down the road. I just haven't seen it. But anyways, I'm sure it is and I'm too. gonna and I'm going to use a rocks glass, fill it up with a shorty, of which there's plenty in this area, and um, have a have a shorty and a, and a brown ghost. I'm looking shorty forward to it. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm going to do it on the 4th of July because America. That's a great idea. It's, it's said and done. Bill, what is your July 4th plans? What do you have planned for our our country's birthday? I honestly I have nothing going on Uh the wolf is in LA for a bachelorette party. Um, so I'm here tending to the herd of animals. Just come to Kentucky, man. Uh, we have, we have six animals that I, I, I can't. Jesus. You have a zoo. So when, she goes, when she goes out, it's, yeah, there was seven. Actually, it was eight. Now it was, you know, it was seven, but now it's only six. Uh, unfortunately, uh, her rooster uh, passed away last week, uh, which was terrible. Um, you know the freaking uh, <clears throat> when I did the Rambo spoof the intro, you know mm-hmm. the fucking rooster that I picked up in the yeah. Freaking, yeah, he passed away. Ah. Nugget, yeah. So so uh, Nugget, <laughs> yeah, his name is Nugget. So our, so we only have one. We have a head now in the back, and three cats and two dogs, and she's got a horse out west. Um, but uh. Yeah, when she's out of town, like we have, we have to uh, do our travel schedules. She's out of town. I'm home with the animals. When I'm out of town, she's home with the animals. Uh, so when she gets back next week, uh, I hightail it to Kentucky for like one to three weeks, something like that. I'll be in Kentucky. I'll be in Kentucky for an extended period of time. That we might actually be able to meet up, though, and not at yes. the airport. And not at the airport. We'll talk about where you where you'll be offline, but we'll we'll find maybe we have to find a night. It, it won't I'll be, be anything. Oh well, okay. Well, I'll be maybe we'll we'll find a night. Um, Nothing extravagant. Actually, where we I'll can be sit out. I'll be in Barstown. I'll be in Lexington. I'll be in all three places. When you're in Lexington, you we'll find a night. Nothing extravagant. Come to the house. We'll pop open some stogies and drink a bottle, and just a bottle. Get, drink a bottle. We don't have, we don't have to go crazy and, and rage. We just smoke and drink. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. And, and eat steaks. We'll be men. We'll eat meat and drink whiskey and smoke cigars. Man, I got to tell you, I haven't eaten a steak in such a long time. Um, oh, I can also make wings. I, I make killer homemade wings. As long as they're flats and fucking crispy, I'm in. I, so so I, I smoke my – so what I do is I season the wings. Like I dry rub them. And then oh, I, 
Oh, hang you know, on. Fancy wing guys. Let me finish. I dry, I, I, I dry rub them. Then I smoke them. Then I spin them in a sauce and then I grill them to crisp them up. That's awesome. And then there's whole like homemade ranch and shit. It's delicious. Those are well done. I've been on this fucking crazy diet for the past, I don't know, since uh, like November. I've been on this crazy diet and, uh, Every now and again, I eat some steak, eat some fish, but like literally, like ground chicken, like there's like six ounces of ground chicken, like four times a day, and like eight egg whites in the morning with a, with a cup of oatmeal. Sounds. I was awesome. gonna say you're, you're, look, to you're looking compete. pretty shredded. You're looking pretty shredded right now. I was uh, uh this time last year, I w- I weighed myself in. New Hampshire, when we were up in New Hampshire, and I weighed 228 pounds. And uh, now I'm at 192 pounds. So, yeah, it sucks because, like, you know, I got I I get a good cheat day in, you know, every, every uh, other week where I just, like, go ham on, like, two Big Macs, four cheeseburgers, two large <laughs> fries, a 20-piece. In one like sitting, I will, I will literally rip that. Like last night was my cheat night, so I had uh, two original chicken sandwiches, two uh, double whoppers, um, large onion rings, large fries. Uh, but I don't drink soda anymore, so you know it's washed down with water, which sucks because I really, I would like I have a fucking like a Jones for Dr Pepper. It's like like fiend for it. Dude, nothing's better than an ice cold root beer. It doesn't get much better in life. That too, man. They, they had a, uh, whatever that dude's name is, Mister Whatever root beer. Shit's so good. I, used to, I grew up drinking that stuff in uh, in New Jersey. I'm crooked on the screen, by the way. Just to throw that out. Me, I can me? T- tell. No, me. I can tell. Like yeah. I have to go to the chiropractor because I'm like tilted. It's like I'm just. You can even tell. Like my shirt's tilted. So bad. I need to go to the chiropractor. It's crazy. Excuse me. Anyway, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, you need to stop doing that immediately. It's not gentleman like. Excuse me, sir. He's going to rip down the freaking curtains, and I'm just going to sit here and watch it all go down. That can't Thanks happen. Lanes. Cheers, hey, Patrick. You know, you know how you uh, comp- and, <laughs> and then and then when She Wolf gets back and says what happened, be like, like, what do you want me to do? Kill him? I don't know. What? I'm going to be like, check the podcast. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, I was doing a podcast. Blame it on Paul. It's fine. Yeah, I'll sit her down. I'll sit her down, like right where I'm sitting. And I'll be like, watch this, and then like have her look over when I start yelling her, his name. This is what happened. I'll have the diagram out, like always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Do you miss doing yeah. a lot of the uh, the reviews? Because we, you know, like you said, you've been working I, on projects and haven't I, seen you doing I, like as many of them. Man, I've been, I've been so busy, and you know what? So. I've been so the crazy part about it is that when I was doing these reviews all the time, you know, I, you know, companies would read out, reach out to me, you know, and they'd be like, Hey, can we send you, you know, some of our products? Uh, we'd like, you know, to, to get your, your honest opinion on it. But, you know, all, it's always like, and then, you know, that comes back into the influencer thing. So you know, I would always say, listen, you know, you could send me a sample. And if you send me a sample, like a two-ounce sample, because I don't want to take a whole bottle because, you know, you're just starting out or, or, you know, I don't want you to give me a bottle and you expect something from me, you know, because 
in the end, I still to this day, I've never gotten paid uh, by a whiskey company to do a review or talk about a whiskey. We had a uh, long conversation one day about pain. I remember that with right. the post that came out and we were very. Yeah. yeah like, you, you know, people, yeah. people, 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 people think they're, people think they're way, way bigger. With much than, less followers than we have. Well, you know, it's just people get in their minds like, hey, I'm some I'm, I'm somebody important. I have some something to say uh, and they don't realize that they're a dime a fucking million. Um, and, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, wh- what do you really have to offer that that somebody else with, you know, another review, blah, 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 you know, has to offer. So anyway. um so it's a seventy-two ounce sample. You know, I, you know, I, I don't want any money. I never accepted any money. And if I like the sample, then, then you can send me a bottle, and I'll do a review on the golf course. So, uh, you know, when I first started doing reviews, not when I first started doing it, uh, you know, I was very aware, uh, and I guess that was because, you know, I was out of my my drug days, and you know, I was, you know, I was still drinking, but I wasn't a, a complete lunatic uh, like it used to be. Um, so instead of saying like, oh, this shit's terrible, you know, why would you even buy this? You know, this is the worst, you know, because, you know, that's just straight negative energy. And, and you know, you don't want to bring negative energy upon you, yourself, number one, and maybe upon a new company that's just coming out. Uh, um, you know, hey, you know, we're just starting out, you know, just maybe a company's just starting out, they, you know, they made blah, blah, blah. Their first bank isn't where it's at and they're still learning. And maybe they'll nail it on the second one. So if somebody goes right. out there and they trash a bottle, then they, then they, you know, if their if their name is or word is worth something, then they ruin this company's legacy or, or their name, and they're just starting. And you know that's not fucking fair at all. And, and I, I took a, I was very very uh, aware of when I spoke about you know these bottles that I was like, okay, you know, I like the sample, you know, I, I can I can talk about this. Um, so when I did these uh, reviews, when I was doing the reviews at the golf course, it wasn't like this is shit, it's terrible. It was more like, now you all know what I like, and this is what I like on the note, you know, on the front, on the nose, uh, on the mid palate, on the back end. Uh, this is what I taste with these bottles, and if you're really into this, 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 and that, then this is the bottle for you. You know, right. so it's not like I don't like it, and you shouldn't have it because. In the whiskey world, which is what we first started talking about when we started the podcast, uh, everybody's palate's different, and everybody's opinion is, you know, is taken, you know, uh, with respect for the most part. Um, right. You know, that's how I did it, and and uh, uh, you know, I, I, I really, really, really tried to push that factor. Now, uh, have people offered me money? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did I take it? Absolutely not, because I don't want to say something. Uh, disingenuous to you don't want to be beholden uh, to the dollar you want to be beholden to who you are exactly and I want to keep it fucking real my name is Bill Bender III and I've always been Bill Bender III and I will never fucking change for anybody or or you know you know anything like that and and my opinion my opinions have been the same since uh, when I first started drinking whiskey you know god knows how long 30 years ago um and they're, I'm never going to stray away from that. And I feel like that, that that's what keeps me genuine. And, and right. I really, really like that. So, uh, yes, uh, I really miss doing reviews. Uh, does she wolf? No, she fucking hates it because I was a shit show when we were done. And, you know, you've seen like, 
be like in a car like eh, like that. Now I know like, now I know why you asked to go live. She's not here. She's not there to stop you. Well, the last time we went live, Lee came out and she was on the couch and she's like, I'm going to bed. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so it was like I was trying to be like so like be quiet. Like, I, don't think, I don't think we've been live since we did that uh, fundraiser, Bill. Yeah. Uh, That's Jack like six, six months ago. Jack McTavish. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the greatest nickname ever, I think, because that was hilarious. There we go. Shout out, man. I was outside on the, in the backyard, and the lighting was shitty, and Graham was on, and he's like, it looks like you have a good beard, but I can't see it. I was like, wait a minute, let me get the light. Let me get the light. Hold on. <laughs> he looked like, cool he looked like we he actually looked like just a sent Jack him some, uh, Yeah, we we just sent him our barrel pick. Like he just uh, just messaged me actually saying that he he had gotten it. Um, what, it just what it, it, we did a barrel pick. Do I need you want me to send you one? I'll send you a one. Barrel pick of what? We did a Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Uh, how was it? Obviously, it's beautiful. It's, it's actually really good. Um, what, what is it? 117 brews from Green River. Oh, nice, man. I really like Green River stuff, man. I, I got to tell you. Breaking yeah, news. Did you see that Bardstown is buying Green River? Bardstown is buying everything. Well, it's not Bardstown anymore because, I mean, it is well, Bardstown. Yeah. They, they, Bardstown got bought. Right, but, right. You know, they are buying Green River. I just saw the article today. But it's hey, really good. It's 117 proof. It doesn't drink like a it's a it's almost a four year. It doesn't drink like a four year. Like like you can see the color on it. Like that's it doesn't look like a young whiskey. Uh, no, everybody great shit, dude. Everybody we everybody we've given it to loved it. Uh it's Crushable. sneaky. It doesn't yeah, it is. I, I sat out I sat outside, drank half a bottle at 117 proof, didn't feel anything, stood up, and I was like, oh. I was drinking barrel proof whiskey. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Like that's when you know, but that's when you know you've had some decent whiskey. Like you don't feel anything. You could just kind of smash it and then you stand up and it fucks you. And it's it like that's when it's amazing. But we've actually had like funny story, like from what you were saying about not getting paid. Like we've had some like little, little smaller distilleries and newer people like, hey, can when you sit, can we send you stuff? And like the first question is like, what do you charge? And I was like, I mean, if you send me something, I'll do a post. Like, I don't care. And well, then see, the other, cool. my question is, cool. when are you coming on the podcast? And they're like, right. really? Like, we're a nobody. I'm yeah. like, I don't give a shit if you're a nobody. That makes this, that makes it way more unique for us. Like, you can go to the, you know, what kind of podcasts that are out there and get all the, all the people that are well known, but we're doing shit that you don't understand. If you want to expand your whiskey, pal, like, go talk to people that are doing different shit. It's fun. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this on your podcast right now to everybody that's going to watch this podcast. The minute you pay to play, your word is bullshit, and you're incredible. You're in, you're you're uncredited, and that's it. Having a sponsor is not the same as paid paying for like a review. That's completely different. different. Yes, you're being yeah. you're being paid for a review. Uh, it's not advertising. There's a difference between advertising and paying to say something nice about a brand. Exactly. Shut up. Just shut up. I you know just I, I just like I don't I don't even I don't. Even, don't get me started, dude. <laughs> Just take a shot. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Hey, can we talk about Bill? I'm curious. What are your besides uh, JTS Brown? What are your like? If you had to pick three whiskeys, like to be your favorite, what would they be? I mean, 
mean, in what context are we talking like? Any, any, uh, just three, any, any, any. You're going to go sit outside in the backyard by yourself, have a cigar and drink whiskey. What are the three bottles you go for? Besides JTS. Anything, anything, anything at all. Uh, a 1982 uh, old granddad bottle of Bond, uh, Victor's toasted bow strength rye, and uh, hit my belly, and a freaking Bill Bender Buttercuts nine year high rye Willet barrel pick. Mmm, yummy. You I was, I was kind of expecting I you to win so much when you said that. <laughs> Man, you know why? Because my favorite musician, I have background music on right now. My favorite musician is playing, he, he, he's a, uh, he plays the organ. And uh, the, the 1980 Hammond B3 Elegante organ is my favorite instrument, like no demand. Like the, like the, like the fucking Leslie fucking speakers, like the Allman Brothers shit. Right. Like, so I started talking about that, and then he's playing some like weird church hymn fucking chord, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, "This is great." Um, yeah, <laughs> man. I, I, yeah, I gotta tell you, like those three bottles, uh, and those are completely random bottles. Um, you know, obviously, there's more. Like, if I could have a Red Hook Rye, you know, I, I would have that. But you know, we're we're getting into the twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar bottle range. I don't know. That's not me. I like. I don't. I don't. I don't have fuck you money. Not yet. But not yet. Not right now. Not, not right now. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Yet. I. Yet. I think the biggest thing that's so cool about when you drink a lot of whiskey is you realize that a lot of whiskey isn't about money. Like you can just drink what you want. It's not about the price tag. Yeah, man. It's yeah. It's not. It's about the camaraderie of the bottle. It's about. You know, the whiskey, yeah, absolutely. Nashville, the fuck, whatever. You know, oh, let's finish the mess and, you know, double barreled and shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> double barreled and shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, Phil, I need a bender stash. I need a bender stash hat. I really need we're, one. We're, we're going to start making them real soon. Uh, I, I have so much shit on my plate. Uh, a little bit of this? Right there? You had some of this yet? Yo, Mike is. Oh, uh, no, that's not Mike. Uh, is that Mike? No, that's yeah. Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike and Danny. Mike. Yeah, man, Mike. Mike is. Yo, know, I'm from New Jersey originally, and, and you know, Mike Penelope's in New Jersey. Mike and I are talking yep. on the phone after I did a review on Penelope Bourbon on the golf course. I called him on the way to my mom's house uh, for dinner, and uh, he's a great dude. And you know, I you know they make great products, and they're only going to get better over time. Um, Bill, funny story for you about the Facebook check-ins, because you and I have a very kind of similar background with like coming from old Italian families. Um, And so my mom is 70, 79. And she still like wants me to like, she's like, call me when you get home. I'm like, mom, I'm fucking 36 years old. Like, I know you know what that is. That's like, cause your mom probably does the same thing to you. But with the Facebook check and stuff, when I would travel and go around the world, I, and so I didn't get my mom asking if I was alive or been abducted every like six hours, I would right. do check-ins on Facebook. So my mom could find out where I was all the time. So she didn't have to. So that actually was a handy dandy little thing of, of Facebook at the time. That's cool. Now my, my mom's like, 
I eat so good. I eat so good. I eat so good. Like on point. It's like, you know, cadence. And then like I go down to my mom's and it's like three pounds of raviolis, like <laughs> two, two pounds of, of uh, you know, pasta and red sauce, pasta and white sauce. But it's made with love. It doesn't have the same calories. Yeah. A little bit of red. And then like, you know, uh, cannolis or cream puffs, you know, know, for dessert. Mm, Cream puffs. And she's, and and it's funny because she, Wolf and I, uh, Emily and I, um, whenever we're done dinner, my mom's like, okay, so you're taking this all home because I'm not eating it. And literally her and I run out the front door. Nope, I love you. See ya. We're out. Like that. And she's, She's like running after us with a plate of, of cream puffs. Like, take these off. We're like, no, oh, bye. I'll see you. I was at my fucking mom's the other night. And uh, I was like, mom, I just, I made these. I'm like, I, I've like had these like pre, you know, you know made meals uh, that I did. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she like walks around the corner with, with a fucking chocolate chip cookie pie. Like this thing. <laughs> like literally bigger than my face. She's like, you want something? I was like, I'm on a diet, mom. Come on, you can't do this to me. And two minutes later, three quarters of that shit was gone. <laughs> I, my stomach. I was about was to say, you and you 100% ate the fucking pie. I can't say no because I can't yeah. say no to my mom. So she'd, be like, yeah. she'd be She'd be yeah. offended. She'd be that Italian, like, Mace. like, you know, I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, just give me it. Yeah. Right. Now, I won't cook any more for you then. You don't like mom's cooking. And then you're it like, fuck, I better eat. That re- that oh. reminds me. <laughs> that reminds me of the scene from Goodfellas when Pesci, De Niro, and uh, Ray Liotta, rest in peace, um, go house. in, go into uh, yeah, go to the mom's house, and then she wakes up at like two a- at two a.m. makes them a full meal, like a chicken. That's so Italian. And, yeah, like so. So people are like, it's really weird. Um, when I first moved down here, uh, a good friend of mine. A very good friend of mine who uh, I moved in with, my roommate, uh, former roommate, uh, Kevin Craig, he, he's a big, big volleyball guy. I, my whole crew, when I moved down here, were beach volleyball guys because I lived on the beach. And it was funny because when I moved out, when I, when I was in New Jersey, I was, I was, you know, a tall guy, you know, I was six feet, which is pretty much nothing now. When I moved down here, everybody's like six, five, six, nine. And I'm just like a small guy, but, uh, uh, so, uh, I don't even, what the fuck were we talking about? What were, what were we even talking about? We're talking about the like, dinner scene in Goodfellas. And why did I go to fucking? Why did I, I don't know. I was intrigued though. I feel like Lee distracted you. He's waking up. Hey, fuckface. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> um, Does that mean it's yeah, almost no. time to go live? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 whatever. I don't even know where I was going with that. So let's just fucking scratch that nonsense. Uh, I remember what you asked me about. You asked me about the cigars, and I went on a tangent about cocktails. Uh, All right. So, right. Um, so my buddy Ryan, uh, uh, very good buddy, cigar don, uh, who's a cigar aficionado. I know cigars. Uh, I don't know it as well as whiskey, but. Uh, he knows cigars like I know whiskey, blah, 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 vice versa. We make a great team. Uh, he's out of Tampa. Uh, great dude. Um, he has a subscription service called uh, Slab Cigars. And what differs from Slab Cigars to other subscriptions is that 
Uh, you know, I'm not knocking any other subscription service because, uh, you know, I don't want to do that. Uh, but, you know, it's like, oh, what do you got an extra, you know, bundle of this cigar with whatever from this, you know, whatever. And they, they throw it in there. Uh, so what Slab Cigars does is Ryan, uh, a cigar guy, he hand picks uh, this tobacco and it's usually like custom rolled or excess rolled stuff uh, from, from vintage lines, uh, you know, could be up to two decades old, uh, tobacco. And, um, that's what he sends. It's nothing but high quality tobacco, high quality, uh, rolled cigars, uh, out of control. So, you know, uh, we, we hung out a couple times. Uh, I only met him maybe, uh, three years ago, uh, but we've kept our friendship going because he's a really great dude. Um, so he sends me a bunch of packs and I'm like, holy shit, these are freaking awesome. And I have a couple of them here. Uh, he, he did like, like literally like, like that's a Tiger Woods roll right there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Uh, he did another one. Uh, that was with uh, Michael Jordan. He did a Michael Jordan roll and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but but shit is quality, like high Michael quality. Michael Jordan loves cigars and whiskey. And Michael Jordan <laughs> plays thirty six holes of golf, will smoke four cigars, and and drink a shitload of whatever. Uh, and he he used to do that while he was still playing. So pretty wild. Uh, Patrick Swayze, you're gonna have to vacate. Or... Come here. I think we should get a look at Patrick Swayze. There, ladies and gentlemen. He's going for the whiskey. Catrick Swayze. Wow. So this is Cat- yeah, that's Catrick. He's a dick. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, anyway. Um, I don't know what's going on. Okay. So, anyway. So, uh, Ryan's like, hey, man. Uh, why don't we do a collaboration? Bill Binder and Slap Cigars. Uh, Cigar Don and... So I was like, yeah, absolutely, let's let's do it. Uh, so this is uh, six months in the making. This has been six months, eight months, something like that. Started talking about it on my patio eight, nine months ago, something crazy. Uh, you know, grand, crazy, like we're drinking, we're wasted. Like, this is a great idea. Because you know how many great ideas you have when you're drunk? All the time. All of the great uh, ideas. All the time. And then you don't fucking remember them. Or, you know, the next day when you're sober, you're like, Shit. Made a podcast because we got really drunk, so that's at least something we remembered. And, and here we are right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, uh, so what we did was, you know, obviously I have, uh, I have several acquaintances, several friends uh, in, in the tobacco world. You know, obviously it's whiskey, tobacco, blah blah. blah. They, they they meet in the middle, but on both sides, um, and so to see, and we came across a stock of tobacco. Uh, that was literally uh, produced in 2012, but it was aged prior to that for several years. So, you know, we're talking about almost uh, uh, two decades old tobacco. Um, and, you know, we, we did trial and error. We smoked a bunch. Uh, we were like, yeah, I like this on the front end, just like whiskey. I like this on the front end. When you're picking barrels, this is great on the front end. The middle is kind of hollow. The back end's great, but maybe we could find something compatible, you know, to the, to the middle, you know, so everything uh, complements each other. Right. So we, so we ended up finding these cigars and I already explained it. Uh, 
you know, almost 20 year old tobacco and, and we smoked these and, and, or he gave me one. He's like, dude, these, these are legit. What do you think about these? And I'm like, yeah, this is, I smoked one. This is it. So, you know, we, we, we go back and forth with the design and, and uh, you know, whatever, but you know, this is it. And we're going to launch this. We have another video coming out tomorrow. Uh, I've already, the last two posts uh, on, on my feed on Instagram have talked about it, you know, the breakdown and, you know, how to get it. But here we go right here. That's me. What a duck. How, uh, how <laughs> wow. will people be able to get those cigars? So being that Slab Cigars is a subscription uh, um, entity, uh, you would have to go and you have to sign up for Slab Cigars. Now, uh, how much does Slap Cigars cost, just for the people who may not know? So for the uh, the the Bill Binder collaboration, Bill Binder Slap Cigars collaboration, uh, it's going to be four cigars for uh, $70 uh, delivered to your front door. Uh, so once these are done, once the last one's sent out, um, it's gone. It's retired. This You'll never see this again. After the last one's gone, you'll never see it again. You'll never see this band again or the cigar. And the next one will be a different band and will be a different cigar uh, of hopefully of equal or greater. Uh, uh, so do they value. send out cigars once a month? They send out cigars once a month. So, you know, they have the the, the general uh, regular membership. You know, just like any other subscription, cigar subscription, uh, you get, you know, a variety of cigars. You know, some some are better than others. Some months, you know, some they're always good. You know, but then you have this separate entity in inside of Slab Cigars. So you have the general, and then you have the, it's, this is called the Duckburg the the Duckburg series. Uh, I'm the king of Duckburg. This is me. I'm a fucking duck, and these cigars are absolutely legit. Now, the best part about them it is is that you know as Cigar Don is the cigar aficionado, and I know little, and I'm the whiskey guy, and he knows, you know, he's learning about whiskey, uh, and we compliment each other. We're not going to pick anything that's too light, that will get drowned out by the whiskey that you're uh, pairing it with, or too heavy or full body, where that's going to, the smokiness is going to drown out the whiskey. What right. we're going to try to find, we're always going to try to find our always our release is always going to be uh, something very very compatible and palatable to you know complementing each other, which is going to be excellent. So awesome, uh, yeah. So you got to go. You got to go to Slap Cigars. Uh, give them a DM on Instagram or go to their website. I don't know exactly how you sign up, but I'm going to uh, sign up for it as soon as uh, as soon as because because it sounds like a it's worth it, and I want to expand my cigar palette i will tell you it's a funny story that just happened right now in my so i'm a i'm in sales leadership at a SaaS company my uh tiktok videos did you say SaaS? like SaaS software is, software software as a service <laughs> so, oh okay it's not, not like jazz my SaaS. Like my tiktok videos yeah not that my tiktok videos and instagram videos are now being shared within my sales leadership text thread Oh, you're a TikToker. Show mine too. I want to see Bill Bender on TikTok. I feel like wait a minute, Same. let me rephrase. I want to see Lee on TikTok. Yo, you know what the greatest part about? That would like, be amazing. I, 
I read something the other day that uh, the government or somebody requested that TikTok be taken off uh, the internet because of uh, security China. issues. China. China. All that stuff. So I got to tell you, like, that would be the funniest shit ever to me. It would because be. I agree. Look, the only reason we're on there is because you know you know how the game is. Like sometimes you just got to be on all the platforms because. Yeah, that's just... cool. I'm on. I'm on one platform. <laughs> well, we're not as famous as you yet. Yeah. Yet. What is that? It's got nothing to do with it, man. It's got nothing to fucking do with it. It's and fun. Talk... It's look. It's fun. If you do it for fun, then you do it for fun. But if you do it to gain cred, you know. I, I I don't I don't really. Oh, I didn't get any cred, dude. It's me singing in a microphone, usually duetting dumb fucking videos. I did do a Stone Cold Steve Austin video though the other weekend, last weekend, and it felt amazing. I did feel like a badass. That's that's pretty awesome. I, I it did. It was easy. pretty good. It was pretty good. I did a I did a it, video it, it, duetting. It literally things, said pretty good. It literally said like, um, this is what I think about when people say all whiskey takes tastes the same and shouldn't be drank, and in Stone Cold like saying. What you've done is prove with that beyond a shadow of a doubt, you are the world's dumbest son of a bitch. And when I did that, I fl- took a bottle, chugged it, and threw my arms in the air. That's pretty, pretty awesome. good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. good. It's so good. it's for fun. It's just for stupidity, right? Like, it's it's funny. Well, there you go. That's fine. There's nothing wrong it's with that. Just it's, for fun, just for it's stupidity. An, it's but Instagram for us is that way, right? It's like another media. All TikTok is for us is like another median to kind of let our stupidity shine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have reels now, so I just I'm I not know. a TikTok guy. I like I I just I I kind of loathe TikTok. Like I'm not like it. I'm not very oh, photogenic, Bill. Like I'm not like one of the things. Like the camera doesn't should not follow me. I want to. If if TikTok was a person, I would literally try to rip its kneecaps off. <laughs> so when when we when we did our uh, when we launched our contest for the third um, our third co-host for Bourbon with Friends, you unanimously were nominated. By the way, like fifteen people were like Bill Bender should be the third bu- the third co-host of Bourbon with Friends. <laughs> like yeah. literally, fifteen people were like literally just responded Bill Bender with exclamation points. Was one of them Ivy? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Ivy. So Ivy texted me before the before the episode. She's like, "Are you taking uh, fan questions before this?" And I was like, "No." She was like, "Okay, <laughs> tell Bill I said hi." <laughs> but I did send her the screenshot where I posted on the story that we're probably going to go live after this, and she then sent me a response saying, "I will stay up late just for that." I literally, I, I, I was going back and forth there because she was like blowing my mind with like, uh, like cyber warfare. She was telling me some, some shit about stuff. Yeah. And I She's, was like, I was like, should you be in the matrix? <laughs> Seriously. But uh, I was like, we're going to go live after this. So just She's kind of a badass here. though. And she's been to my house and, and everything. Like it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I couldn't make it. Uh, out to next year, uh, next year, the castle. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely into that. It I was just, uh, my my life is fucking <laughs> treacherous. Fucking I'm busy guy. It's all good. I'm, Bill, I'm I've been to Dallas. Florida. I've been to Florida like 13 times, and we've never hung out. So every time I text Bill, he's just like, "Fuck, I'm I have this going on." So literally, it's like this is my life for the past year and a half. Uh, I'm going. 
I'm literally going a thousand miles an hour. And the only thing I'm being held together by is a piece of wet scotch tape. And I'm, I'm literally like, like I'm there. It's like, when you when you're like getting the death wobbles on a skateboard down the hill when you were a kid, <laughs> death, like that, oh, I remember those. <laughs> that's oh. literally my life, man. That's literally my life right now. So, uh, you know, right now, right now, this is this is actually amazing because I actually like I'm I just took a breath and I was like, holy shit, I just breathed. You know, and, and this is great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's 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 fun. It's always a good time when we get to chat. You're one of, of I will say yeah. you are you are one of uh, one of the uh, the the best friends I've made. I think on Instagram, like you don't bullshit, and and people you don't give a shit about how many followers someone has. Like you'll talk to just about anybody, which is in you know, this day and really, age, unfortunately, is commendable. But it's really funny you say that. Uh, um. You know, I talk to people, you know, obviously, like, I, you could see, like, I've been, like, to where I am with, like, my number of followers for a good period of time. And I haven't, like, broken a plateau uh, and I haven't gone down, but, you know, I just stay the same. And there's some people uh, that I've talked to in the past and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. They've reached out to me, you know, that haven't had that many followers and, you know, they go on the whole tirade and, they get 50, 60, 70,000 followers. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, I'm too good. You know, I have so many followers and you're not worth my time. Not that I reach out to these people anymore or, or do after they have more followers, but it's amazing that you can see people change their attitude and their mentality and their whole like, you know, self-worth uh, uh, once they get more followers. Like they judge their self-worth off of how many fucking followers they have or how many likes they get. And it's really sad, but, you know, that's just the way this is, you know, the world is day and age. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and it's shitty, but, you know, ain't no sweat off my back. I just keep doing me. And, if, you know, if we keep talking and if we're friends, then great. And if not, then, you know, good luck. Uh, we'll still be friends. I don't give a fuck. The followers are fun in the aspect of, like, it's... It- it, I think everyone thinks it's it's fun from the, like, the aspect of where you might have come from in life. Like, you know, if you came from a hard background, you've made something of yourself kind of an aspect. Like, that's the yeah. cool part. Like, for me, at least, you know, from yeah. like even with the show and the people I get to interact with. But fuck, dude, I'm a dad first. I have a job. Like, if this all goes away, to, like when someone like comes into the DMs, like you should have said that you're an influencer. I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. If this goes away tomorrow, guess what? I'm still a dad. I still have a good job and I still have really good friends. So right, but you know, to a certain to a certain extent, like you're not going to be crass or you know rude or 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 you know, like hey, and I go back to the ignorant thing, like you know, it's like that's like the I hate that word, you know, I hate people, I hate a, a terrible word to use, but you know, ignorance is is literally it's like I just I, I can't stand it, and you know. Oh shit! You got forty thousand followers, or you have a hundred thousand followers. You know, and you're ignorant. Well, guess what? You're just ignorant, and it doesn't matter how many. You're you're still a dick. You're still a dick, and you know you're always going to be a dick. (laughs) I'm 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 impressed that we have twenty thousand followers with the fact that we're not like some hot white chick in a bikini. Well, speak for yourself. (laughs) Unfortunately, you know that's it. You know, if I was. 
I can't. It's time to. It's time to go live, Bill. We've had enough whiskey. Yeah, tell everyone. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you on your favorite thing, Instagram, so they can follow you. Um, and then kind of, you know, give them the, uh, the address of where they can sign up to get your delicious cigars. Uh, my name is Bill Bender the third or William Frederick Bender the third. My Instagram tag is Bill Bender. I, I, I capital, um, slab cigars is where you can find my cigar, my collaboration with slab cigars, uh, DM me, DM fucking whatever. I always answer every uh, as much as my DMs as fast as I possibly can. I'm not a dick. I'm a good dude. Uh, and I drink a lot true. of whiskey. And I play true, very true. And and you have very a beard true. that looks like it was t- was touched by Zeus. Uh, yes. Zeus can I make a Zeus. hey? Can I make a quick comment about the beard? By the way, I've been sure. wanting to say this, Bill, because I remember I saw a picture of your beard once, and it was just glorious. And I hope you don't take offense to this because I'm kind of, <laughs> but the first thing I, I, I thought to myself when I saw your beard and I, I, I literally cannot get it out of my head since then is when you get old, this is what your beard's going to look like. And I really hope you don't take offense to this. I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. That's what your beard's going to look like when you're old. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, if, if I had a full head of, of snow white hair with the with Santa the snow Claus. white beard, I'm fine. I'm in. I'm absolutely in. Bill, did you did like, you know I joined the club? Look, yeah. I joined the club. Yeah. Amazing! Congratulations, ball, ball, Welcome, baby. Took yeah. me a while. You know, uh, so when I met She Wolf, you know, I was like, I was like here, you know, like it was just like around my jaw. Right. And, uh, like I always say it, like, Hey, Hey babe. Um, you know, I'm kind of sick of this. I'm, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to get rid of it. You know, I could, I could always grow it back, you know? Uh, but you know, what if I got rid of it? Like, what if I walked in one day? <laughs> I go ahead and say this. What if I walked in one day and I was, I was like, I got like the five o'clock shadow, like I shaved it down, you know? And then like I grew like my sides out and then I got like the sick ass hair piece and I had the big like two font. <laughs> and I walked to the front door and I was like, What's up, babe? She's like, I'd probably shoot you because I wouldn't know who you were. Um, and she's like, True. You can't shave it because you know that's your fucking logo. Like you just you can't shave it. So good point. Damn if I do, damn if I don't. That's how it is. Um I, I will one funny last story and then I have one very important last question for you. Um, I did find a picture of Bill on the internet and I sent it to him and he said, if you post that, I will fucking kill you <laughs> for what he called. I got his response was amazing. But the question, do you miss the tree of death? Yes, I do very much. So every day, like, have you ever been back to visit? I think that would be a great Instagram post. Just go visit the tree of death. Should I do it tomorrow? You should. But should I like make it a real? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do it real. Like talk to it, walk under it, see if the bees are still there. Maybe the neighbor will come out and talk to you. Like station, like put it stationary and, and yeah. just like just just do clips of me walking under it and like fucking karate <laughs> chopping it and stuff. Yeah. Do a chug under it, like punch it, take a shit. The, the tree of death is amazing. Like, yeah, like I don't even know if like anybody knows the actual scope of the amazingness of the tree of death. Like, literally, 
<laughs> every like botanist and arborist in in every fucking uh, university in Florida has gotten a picture of the tree of death, <laughs> and they have no idea where it's come from or what kind of species it is. Literally, like the only <laughs> thing I got, the only thing that I got from, from a random like arborist major. I didn't even know there was an arborist major. Um, is that it's from India, like some crazy fucking tree from India or something? I I, I don't know. It's it's wild. The tree of death. Yeah, I miss it very much. So, uh, and, miss and, the and, everyday walking with Bill to the gym under the tree. See, like, see, like this is the shit. This is what happens. Like, I start drinking whiskey, and then Lee's gonna come out. He's like, well, "Why don't we just go visit the tree of death right now at like fucking nine thirty at night on a Thursday?" And then, like, it becomes a whole live thing. And then the cops come, guns are fucking <laughs> drawn. Lee's on the ground, fucking handcuffed, and it's all your fault. It's all fucking perfect with friends' fault. Literally. I'm pretty sure. Pretty, I, I think, pretty I think She Wolf hates me. Yeah, She Wolf hates everybody. I think she definitely hates me because I bring Actually, out. She, I, yeah, she does. Yeah, she hates you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. All right, Bill. Thank you so much for joining. This has been a great time, as always. Whenever we can, uh, whenever you get the thing that you're not allowed to talk about that you can talk about, we'll have you back on the show so you can talk about it. Yes. It's chief things. It's chief major things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right, we're doing it. All right. One last chug, I think. Cheers. And remember, everyone, a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF Podcast. Thanks for listening.